0: Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is The Rita Cosby Show.
1: Lovely Rita, meet a maid. Nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away.
2: Breaking news. Now the latest. Donald Trump has been indicted. Here's Rita Cosby.
1: And President Trump has now been indicted for a third time, this time connected to the election case. And boy, look at the timing of it. Look at the politics of it. It is insane. And it comes, of course, right after Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's best friend, testifies and a slew of allegations that are coming against President Biden. Again, this is the third time. This is the second federal indictment. And take a listen because here is former special counsel Jack Smith, who announced the indictment just a few hours ago.
3: Good evening. Today, an indictment was unsealed charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States conspiring to disenfranchise voters and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. I encourage everyone to read it in full. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6, 2021, was an unprecedented assault On the seat of American democracy. As described in the indictment, it was fueled by lies. Lies by the defendant, targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the U.S. government, the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. The men and women of law enforcement who defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th are heroes. They are patriots and they are the very best of us. They did not just defend a building or the people sheltering in it. They put their lives in the line to defend who we are as a country and as a people. They defended the very institutions and principles that define the United States. Since the attack on our Capitol, the Department of Justice has remained committed to ensuring accountability for those criminally responsible for what happened that day this case is brought consistent with that commitment, and our investigation of other individuals continues. In this case, my office will seek a speedy trial so that our evidence can be tested in court and judged by a jury of citizens. In the meantime, I must emphasize that the indictment is only an allegation and that the defendant must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. I would like to thank the members of the Federal Bureau of Investigation who are working on this investigation with my office, as well as the many career prosecutors and law enforcement agents from around the country who have worked on previous January 6th investigations. These women and men are public servants of the very highest order, and it is a privilege to work alongside them. Thank you.
1: And the attorney general who had to sign off on this said it all came down to the facts in the case. Really? Or is it about politics and about the last name being Donald Trump? President Trump will now have to appear before a judge on Thursday Again, these are all tied to the 2020 elections. There are four different counts. One is conspiracy to defraud the United States. Count two, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding is another one. And the final count, basically a civil rights type count, conspiracy against rights. We have the best analysis anywhere tonight. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is going to be joining us literally in a few seconds. Of course, uh, the great, great Bill O'Reilly who hosts Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly on WABC and one of the best ones out there. Alan Dershowitz is going to be joining us also in about a half an hour. Also, Rudy Giuliani is going to be joining us in about an hour. And also later on, uh, in the show, we'll also be doing a special tribute to the Warsaw Uprising. It's the anniversary of it, and my father was a proud partisan citizen soldier uh, fighting in the Warsaw Uprising 79 years ago today. It talks about freedom and fighting for what you believe in. Very fitting on a day like today. Well, joining us now is the great Bill O'Reilly, host of Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly, mega best-selling author. And, uh, Bill, first of all, your reaction. What an amazing, stunning day. Uh, And here it is, a third indictment against President Trump.
4: Yeah, I wasn't surprised. I mean, this is all payback to the Biden stuff. Um, And people need to step back and put a motion on the shelf and just let common sense rule how they see this. So two out of the four charges against Trump, I'll predict tonight on Rita's program, Will be dropped because basically what uh the government is alleging the justice department is alleging is that trump's opinion was invalid because he knew the election wasn't rigged and uh, that's in two of the counts and i know for a fact that's not true because i talked to trump and i know that Tonight, he believes what he's believed from Election Day 2020, that he got hosed. That's what he believes. They can't indict somebody on their belief and their freedom of speech to uh, espouse that belief. So two of the four will go. The one about the electors is complicated. And I'm going to wait and see, because I'm a fair man, what the Justice Department has come up with with the Trump Organization the re uh, uh, Donald Trump committee, w- what they did with trying to get uh, other electors that are the carriers of the electoral votes in the states placed. I don't know. It's very, very complicated. But I do know this. This is a coordinated effort. Just literally minutes after the federal indictment was announced in D.C., what does Letitia James, the attorney general of New York, do? Literally minutes. So I'm ready to uh, take the civil case against the Trump organization for fraud. Come on. I mean, this is all death by a thousand cuts. Destroy him. And you're going to see between now and Christmas, a lot of stuff come out. And I don't know how Trump's going to fare. I don't know. But I, knew, I do know this. Joe Biden is going to go down. He is not going to run for president in 24 and he may get tagged with a bribery charge.
1: You know, you've said that, Bill, Um, you've always sort of been ahead of the curve on this. You really do believe. Do you believe even more so tonight uh, because of these indictments that it just sort of shows That they're stepping up the efforts to maybe deflect a little bit, too, also from clearly what's been a bad week for President Biden. I mean, you look at the Hunter Biden plea deal falls apart. Devin Archer yesterday.
4: But this whole thing obscures that because the media, NBC News did not cover. You can imagine this, the Lester Holt broadcast. Did not cover the Devin Archer story.
1: You know, Bill, I watched that last night. I was watching the nightly news. I was stunned to see zero coverage of it. Zero and they, coverage. It was incredible.
4: Right. So what the, the progressive left, which runs the White House, Joe Biden is their guy and he does whatever they say, whatever they want. Biden does it. They're flexing their muscles now. They've got the president and they've got the attorney general. And they've got the vice president. The progressive left runs those three people. So they're basically sending a signal that you mess with us, you try to take our guy down, Biden, we're going to destroy your guy in any way we can. That's what's going on here. Now, it's not like they have little secret meetings and secret handshakes, and that's not what this is. It is just well known that. You leave Biden alone or you're going to pay a price. And the price is we're going to destroy Donald Trump and his family and watch us, watch us, because the media is going to help us do that. Whereas Trump doesn't have the media outside of Fox News and conservative radio. He doesn't have that megaphone. So he's at a disadvantage there, because, again, most people don't listen to talk radio or watch cable news or watch Bill O'Reilly on YouTube. or where, They don't. They're lost in this world where it's all about them and they've got their smartphone and it's all they need. And they don't know what's happening. But if you really step back, as I said in the beginning of this interview, and you take emotion out of it, this is a frightening scenario for this country. Never before, outside of Abraham Lincoln in 1862, Suspending habeas corpus by himself. Never before has a federal government been this out of control.
1: Yeah, it is an astounding moment in American history. I agree with you, Bill. And let's talk about also the fact, Bill O'Reilly, that it looks like they were venue shopping, if you will, because of course, we've got the case you mentioned—the Alvin Bragg case in New York—and now you talked about Letitia James, her comments minutes after this. Um, of course, you have the case that's happening in Florida, uh, that of course tied to the classified documents. Now this one's in D.C. Um, that's not good news for Donald Trump either. Nor is the New York one, right?
4: Yeah, I mean he's at a disadvantage, um, both in D.C. and New York and Florida. I think he'll get a fair shake. But no matter what happens in the initial trial, if it even comes to that, the appellate courts will throw most of this stuff out, unless there's a John Dean who took Richard Nixon out of office in Watergate. So if the special counsel can produce somebody that was in the room with Donald Trump and heard Donald Trump say, hey, I don't believe. The election was a fraud, but I'm going to say it anyway. Then maybe things would shift, but I can't imagine that happening. And as far as, you know, inciting and all this business, there's enough on the record that shows that Donald Trump did not want violence at the Capitol. In fact, was appalled when it happened, but froze up for three hours. But you've got all kinds of stuff in writing that he wanted the Pentagon to take a look at the guard going in there and on and on and on and on. So reasonable doubt doesn't seem to be very hard to prove in a lot of these charges. But that doesn't matter. What this is about is the far left saying, we're going to take him out. And we have the president, the vice president, and the attorney general to help us. And we have NBC News and the rest of the media going to help us. That's a powerful cabal, Rita.
1: Yeah, it is. So how do you see this faring finally, Bill? Where do you see this going?
4: Well, number one, I don't think Joe Biden, as I said, is going to run. So he's going to be taken off the board in uh, the autumn as this Hunter Biden thing gets more and more uh, defined. And the baseline of the Hunter Biden situation is the laptop where he was writing to his daughter, Naomi. Hunter Biden was writing to his daughter and said, I pay my father 50% of everything I get. That's Hunter Biden on the laptop. Yes, he's a crackhead. Yes, he might have been delirious when he wrote that. But you start at that baseline and then all the other stuff fills in. I don't see how Biden survives this. Trump? I don't know. It's chaotic. It's all over the place. I don't know the quality of his attorneys. I don't know his psychological point of view. He's not going to quit. He's going to continue to run. And the Supreme Court ultimately is going to have to get involved with all this.
1: Yeah, that's where I think this will end up. I agree with you. Um, Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much for joining us tonight on such a huge news night uh, we love you, and we always value your perspective am- amazingly, Bill. You were always so spot on on all these things. Thank you so much, Bill.
4: Thanks for having me in, Rita. Appreciate oh, it.
1: Always. The great Bill O'Reilly, of course, host of Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly and also mega best-selling author. Um, everybody, when we come back, we're going to take your calls, one 800 848 one And coming up later in the show, Alan Dershowitz, Rudy Giuliani, and much more. Stay with us.
0: The Rita
5: Cosby Show. This is The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
0: It's the Rita Cosby Show.
2: Donald Trump has been indicted and Rita Cosby is all over it. Now the latest on the Rita Cosby Show.
1: And welcome back to the Rita Cosby show on this enormous news night. Now, President Trump indicted for yet a third time. You just heard the superb analysis from our own Bill O'Reilly, who is saying, quote, this is all payback for the Biden stuff. And look at the timing of it. It comes right after the heat has been on the Biden family. And now, lo and behold, another indictment against President Trump. What are your thoughts, everybody? We're going to have also Professor Alan Dershowitz, probably the greatest constitutional scholar out there, joining us in about 10 minutes or so to give us his legal analysis of all of this tonight on what is undoubtedly a historic day uh, and a day that I think uh, we've really turned the corner of the weaponization of the Department of Justice in this country. Think about it. The president of the United States is essentially using his Justice Department to weaponize and go up against his leading opponent who is dominating the polls on the GOP side. There's no question about it. He is by far. There's a new New York Times poll that shows that Trump has more percentages, 53 percent, than all the others combined. Uh, That is how far he is leading and you can bet that it would probably go up some more after this one because people are saying enough. It is so highly political, so blatantly partisan, and the timing of this is all too obvious. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Dom in Minnesota, line two. Dom, your thoughts.
6: Rita, you know, Jack Smith's indictment is almost like indicting a donkey that kicked you in the vitals before, because you angered it. Trump is the president with executive powers and has the ultimate legal powers to influence policy. You know, that's what politics is all about. And if you're going to indict a president, it should be so overwhelming that it leaves no doubt. Now, because of that, even the ham sandwich is going, oh, man, this is embarrassing.
1: No, good point. By the way, you know, it's scary. It's scary, though, Dom. Um, To me, to me, you know, my first reaction is like almost like yours, like you just can't believe it. And then yet here it is. It's a sad day, I think, in American justice to see like now talk about a pylon. I mean, now we have, you know, it was 40 counts before federal counts. There's also the New York uh, state counts. Now you got another four. It's like, uh, why don't we just throw in another hundred <clears throat> counts? I mean, where does it end, Dom?
6: Yeah. You know, it is very telling that Jack Smith listed the indictments at the at the end, said that these are only allegations and Trump is innocent until proven guilty. This, in my opinion, is a real deep state and an absolute panic about a second Trump term.
1: You hit it on the head. Exactly, exactly right, Dom. Let's go to Norm, line six. Norm, your thoughts?
7: Yes. Uh, yes Rita it's obviously a diversionary uh tool of the of the biden administration uh this whole this whole persecution of president trump um the only thoughts I have is i you know i'm I'm trying not to get depressed over this thing um you 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 can't it's very difficult when every day it seems to be you know all your value seems to be trampled on. And uh, I'd like to believe that there will be light at the end of this tunnel. And I am telling the listeners and callers to your good station to just keep your spirits up and forge on ahead. And
1: just- Absolutely. Stand strong. One thousand percent and believe at the end of the day that the truth will prevail. It is stunning. And to me, it is such an overreach of our Justice Department. We're going to talk with Professor Alan Dershowitz after the break.
5: This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
0: cosby is on the rita cosby show presents back the blue
1: and in tonight's Back the Blue" segment, which we love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, where we honor our great law enforcement and their families, a really powerful story coming from Arkansas, where Cabot, Arkansas, Police Sergeant Blake Kaplan and Patrol Officer Jessica Smith shared the Citizen Employee of the Month Award after saving someone's life. Recently, the announcement read that the sergeant and the officer responded to a 911 call from For a person not breathing, they began CPR until the arrival of the fire department and their life-saving measures helped the victim regain a pulse. And in fact, the victim was actually sitting up in the ambulance asking for food, which, boy, is that a good sign. Sergeant Kaplan has been with the city for almost 10 years, and Officer Smith, the other one who was honored, has been with the city for almost a year. And the announcement read, quote, both are excellent officers who are always willing to help in any way they can. And we love being able to honor our men and women in blue every night here on The Rita Cosby Show. Well, as you know, an enormous news day with President Trump indicted now for a third time. This is amazing. This is tied to January 6th and the 2020 elections. And joining us now is the great constitutional law professor. He has a powerful new book out. It is amazing. It is called, appropriately, Get Trump. And joining us now is Professor Alan Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz, your reaction. This is just an extraordinary moment.
8: Well, I'm not surprised. I predicted it in my book, Get Trump, that they would try to come up with some convoluted indictment based on January 6th. They couldn't indict him for the speech. That's constitutionally protected. They can't really indict him for the uh, alternate slate of electors that's provided for uh, in the law. Uh, and so they came up with a bunch of charges that are very difficult to understand in some respects. But the bottom line is they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Donald Trump himself personally, subjectively believed that he had lost the election. And he was doing this notwithstanding his own knowledge. If, if he can raise a reasonable doubt and suggest that you know, he actually believed it, then I think he defeats all of the charges in the indictment. I think it's going to be very hard to prove what his state of mind, what his actual knowledge is. Uh, they're not going to be able to psychoanalyze him. They don't seem to have a smoking gun. I thought they might. The smoking gun of somebody who would say, well, I spoke to Donald Trump and he actually told me that he believed he had lost the election. I thought they might come up with something like that, whether it was truthful or not. They seems not to have done that. And so they're relying on influences that people told him he lost. That's true, I'm sure. I said that, I thought he lost. I thought it was a a reasonable uh, uh, conclusion based on the evidence, but he obviously didn't believe it. And I think that's a complete defense. You know,
1: it's really powerful what you're saying, because you're right. Even to this day, uh, he's told many people, he's told me he believes the election was stolen that's and he's cool. told family members. I mean, he seems to that is, I think, what he genuinely believes. Mm-hmm,
8: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's true. And I think that, you know, they called Jared Kushner before the grand jury, expecting or hoping that he might say, well, you know, he told me he didn't believe it. But Kushner apparently testified that he did believe it. And, um, you know, I think he believes it. I mean, you know, I'm not saying it's a it's a it's a a correct belief at all. But, you know, if you know Donald Trump, you know, he believes things and he believes them very strongly and he doesn't change his mind based on what other people tell him.
1: You know, it's interesting, Professor Alan Dershowitz. Also, you look at the history of people challenging elections. He's not the first one to say, wait Uh, a minute, there's some questions. I mean, Nancy Pelosi uh, questioned the elections. Uh, Hillary Clinton believed.
8: How about Alan Dershowitz? In 19, in in 2000, I wrote a book called Supreme Injustice, where I claimed that uh, that uh, Al Gore uh, won Florida legitimately and and that the election was stolen from him by the butterfly ballot. I represented the people of Palm Beach County who wanted uh, a revote or a reanalysis of the election because of the butterfly ballot. Remember, the butterfly ballot put the the hole in the wrong place. Yes. And hundreds and hundreds of people voted for Pat Buchanan. Many of them were old Jewish people who hated Pat Buchanan. Uh, You know, he was not particularly friendly to the Jews, but his name was right next to um, the the name of the vice presidential candidate for uh, Al Gore, Joe Lieberman, who was Jewish. And so a number of people, quite a few, voted for for Pat Buchanan thinking they were voting for Joe Lieberman. So, you know, we challenged elections. Tilden Hayes' election was challenged. The election of John Kennedy in 1960 was a challenge. And, of course, more recently there were challenges in 2016. And that's part of our system, and it's part of the First Amendment, the right to petition government for a redress of uh, grievances. And to criminalize that, for me particularly, the difficult issue is this. You have the incumbent president, who now is tied in the polls, 44% to 44%. And his administration is prosecuting his chief opponent, trying to prevent him from running. In order to do that, the evidence has to be so clear and compelling that nobody could dispute it. It has to meet what I call the Richard Nixon standard, where both parties wanted to see Richard Nixon either impeached or prosecuted unless he resigned from office. That standard. Hasn't been met in this case.
1: Do you believe then that this is election interference?
8: Well, whether it's intended as election interference, that's certainly the effect. I mean, he's going to be on trial during the campaign. We know that the Florida case is scheduled to take place between the ends of primaries and the beginning of the convention. Now we hear from Jack Smith that he wants a speedy trial, which means before the election. So it does interfere with his ability to campaign. And that's why you should never have an indictment of an opposing candidate from the party in power unless the evidence is just so compelling and so overwhelming that it's there's no alternative. But here there was an alternative. Here they had to stretch to get this indictment, and they really have to stretch to get all the indictments. The strongest indictment is the Florida indictment based on that one piece of paper that he waved in front of To a writer and a publisher saying I could have declassified this, but I didn't. It's still secret. But, you know, that's not a major crime. He didn't turn anything over to our enemies. He was being foolish and and braggart. Uh, But, you know, so far, uh, it's it's the January 6th allegations that are the most serious. And I just don't think this indictment uh, satisfies the standard that ought to be met before the opponent of the sitting president is indicted.
1: And uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, on um, the other thing, this one of the counts, you, you know, the, the four counts, but the last one is conspiracy against rights. Uh, yeah. who, whose rights did he take away?
8: Well, it's that's the phoniest of all four of them. It's a civil rights statute passed after the uh, Civil War. It's, you know, 150 years old. And uh, I, I just don't get what, what what it really has in mind um, but it's just thrown in there I think uh, the key point of the indictment is that he honestly believed he had lost and everything he did to try to undo the election was therefore fraudulent so unless the government can prove that very difficult to prove subjective intent subjective knowledge I don't think there's a case
1: what do you make of the others these sort of unnamed co-conspirators how he's trying to lump them in?
8: well, they're lawyers and uh, maybe that's one of the reasons he doesn't want to name them because they're all all but one of them are lawyers and and therefore he's going to be able to say, "Look, I relied on lawyers uh to make these points that's why they had to name the lawyers as unindicted to co-conspirators in order to try to eliminate his defense of hey, I relied on my on my lawyers and so um the other reason they try to get unindicted co-conspirators so they can get hearsay evidence in uh because there's an exception to the hearsay rule if it's a statement made by or to a co-conspirator and so it's a tactic but uh, will it work i don't know look it's the district of columbia so anything might work and uh you know it's an obama point to judge in a jurisdiction that was 91 or 92 percent anti-Trump, maybe more, and uh, the first motion that I think his lawyers will make is for a change of venue to Virginia, where the jury pool might be a little bit more even. Northern Virginia is very Democrat, but um, large parts of Virginia are are mixed. And you know, they just elected a new uh, governor in Virginia. I had breakfast with him the other day. Very yeah, nice. good
1: guy, very good guy. Yep. <laughs>
8: Good ball player, six foot seven inch basketball yes, player. Yes, he's very tall. He was a five foot seven inch basketball player in high school. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate that. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, it is what an what an unbelievable day. Uh, yeah, it really yeah. is astounding. Professor Dershowitz, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. It always means so much pleasure. to get your great perspective.
8: It's always, always a pleasure to be on with you. You know, I love being on your show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And we love you and everybody. Be sure to get his book. Boy, uh, is it spot on. Get Trump is the title from the great Professor Dershowitz. Uh, Let's take your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Judith, line six. Judith, your thoughts.
9: Hi, Rita. Listen, I I really feel that this is such an outrage. Uh, Not surprised, though. President Trump has to go on the offensive. He's got to civilly sue the DOJ and this idiot, Jack Smith, for election interference, no question about it, because they are creating financial damages for President Trump, where he has to now fight even more and pay way more to be able to pursue his campaign at this time, and they should, he should sue them for $500 million, okay? He should really get on the offensive and do something about this. He's got a lot to prove how they are just completely interfering with his election. And that is just politically wrong. No matter whatever it is they're saying, he has to go on the offensive and sue them.
1: Well, the problem is two things. One is, um, first off, uh, I think he can certainly make a case for selective prosecution, uh, because I agree with you that it certainly seems like it's a targeted prosecution now. A third one, uh, the other thing is also the fact that it's very hard to sue the federal government, uh, it's nearly impossible uh, to sue the federal government. You have to say basically your rights were taken away by the government, and, and other than, but you can make the case. I mean, my goodness. Look at what's happening now. I mean, this is truly, truly astounding. I've never seen, you know, in American history, uh, one president indicted, uh, let alone more than once. Here it is yet a third time. And then we were just even talking. I mean, look about it. In addition to all this, you also have the Georgia case that's coming up. There's expected to be an indictment tied to that one in a week or two. There's a lot more coming. You're right. It is. It is just an unbelievable moment. And he does need to go on the offense. And, but I think most people see it for what it is. You just heard from Professor Dershowitz, who's always very measured in his comments. He's a Democrat, by the way. He voted for Biden. Um, yet he feels that this is just such a prosecutorial overreach that that this is like from another planet. I mean, this this is insane. We are dealing with like a kangaroo court, and the rest of the world's looking at us like like we're like a banana republic. I mean, we look like fools and we look like idiots. It's one 9222 two 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 one eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Let's go to Alex, line three. Alex, your thoughts.
10: Hey, Rita, thanks for taking the call. Yeah, uh, this indictment happened today simply because the day before, Devin Archer testified in the most credible testimony linking Joe Biden to the dealings that Hunter had with foreign countries. This would have come uh, you know, sooner or later anyways because they're trying to dump a bunch of indictments on him. So to say that he's just a criminal and that people shouldn't look into the actual indictment of each one individually because if you look at each individual indictment, it's a bunch of crap. It's all insignificant stuff from Daniels to this. But this indictment, this is against, you know, our free speech. If you believe that the election was stolen because the Democrats changed the rules in 2020, which made it look very suspicious, a lot of rules that shouldn't have been changed, like verifying signatures and show ID, ID when you go out and vote. And they, you know, threw the poll watchers out of the building while they were counting in Pennsylvania. Now, if you believe that and you say that you could get indicted, I mean that that's absurd, and you know what? What were the ramifications of that? Absolutely nothing. In the
1: summer of and guess, guess you had who the also media. challenged? Guess who challenged the election too, Alex? I mean, I'm sure you're aware. Oh yeah, past elections. mentioned was mentioned. Yeah, yeah, and also uh, in addition to that, you go back. You can look at like Jamie Raskin, who's one of the like you know mm-hmm. key people going after Trump. Now he questioned the election in 2016. The electors. Yep. I mean, why isn't uh, he indicted? I mean, and if you ask Trump, the key is, I think also, Alex, exactly what Professor Dershowitz was saying and what Bill O'Reilly had said before that is that the key is, did Trump, in his heart of hearts, believe the election was stolen? And when he was going after these things with a bonafide sense that he felt he was wronged and that the system was wronged for all Americans, if you will, because a fair election is fair for everybody, so you have to kind of get into the mind of Trump. And so far, I haven't heard a single soul say to me, oh, uh, Trump didn't believe it was stolen, but he was just kind of saying that. that. I haven't heard a single soul. He's told me personally he believes the election was stolen. And if he was sitting right here, I've known him for 20 years. I would look, I, he would do it with a straight face and still say, it's stolen. You know, so uh, so uh, that is a huge cut in the defense and, you know, to not be able to question an election, to not be able to audit an election when there, as you just pointed out, there were some interesting things that happened timing wise. Um, I think about also uh, the fact in the Pennsylvania case, remember, it was a question of whether the legislature had the rights or not. There's so many questions. And to not ask the question, that's wrong. To say that's un American and to say you're going to go after one party, one individual, and everybody else gets off scot free. Stacey Abrams still hasn't even said she's conceded the governor's race, not the recent one, but the one before. I I mean, this is alternate universe. 1 800 848
0: 9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show.
5: This is the Rita Cosby Show. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.
0: This is the Rita Cosby Show.
1: And guess what? As we are talking about all of these details here on the Trump indictment, the latest indictment, a new word coming in about this judge who's going to be hearing the case. Uh, This certainly doesn't sound like a fair judge for President Trump. We were talking first off with Dershowitz, Professor Alan Dershowitz, who was saying, you know, the fact that it's in D.C., which is not a uh, very favorable place to Trump, probably 95, 93, 94 percent voted against Trump. So that doesn't sound like a very balanced jury pool. But also the judge who's assigned to this case is this judge, Tanya Chutkin. And she has made some really strong comments about the January 6th riot uh, and also the rule of law. It's really interesting the way she sees Uh, Trump's perspective in all this and has already made a lot of comments, uh, harshly sentencing a number of the January 6th protesters, also formally represented the fraudulent blood testing company, uh, Theranos, uh, while working at a law firm associated with first son, Hunter Biden. Uh, That doesn't sound like the fix is in or what? Uh, Getting a judge who sounds uh, like she has been a very historically tough punisher of anybody tied to January 6th. Uh, wow. Sounds like really the fix is in. one eight hundred eight four eight nine 848 9222 848 Let's go to Stan. Line 7. Stan, your thoughts about this?
11: Uh-huh. Norm
1: is depressed. Hey, Stan! Stan, get off the speakerphone while you laugh.
11: Hello, I'm sorry. There I'm you sorry. go. Go ahead. First of all, good evening. I got to say that to you. You know it's
1: yeah. Good evening, be polite Stan.
11: Before we get crazy, right?
1: Yeah, and Stan. By the way, you know I love you too, and I love hearing all perspectives. All right, I don't right, agree right. with right. it, but Let's go ahead and let her out. All
11: right, here it is, dear. With all respect to you, uh, I heard Norm is depressed. Too bad, Norm. Take a pill. Uh, let me mention some names here. Norm, Dom, BJ, Mike, Joe, Pete, Jacqueline, Robert, Tone, Tony, you have the new girl, Alice, and Judy. Folks, are you the ones that have been sending $40 million to Trump because he hasn't used it for the election? He's worth $8 billion. Keep sending him money, you suckers, because he's using it for the court cases. What about it, Judy? You're worrying about the money? Go to your pocket. You too, Norm. All of this money, 40 million, which people sent in. Uh, one other yeah, thing. you know why? Hang on, Did Stan. You send Hang it on, Stan, Stan.
1: Hang on. I actually have it. I've never paid actually to a single candidate in my entire life, by the way, on any side of the aisle, um, because I believe that you should be fair as a journalist, all right? Uh, but let me get one thing straight, Stan. First off, you can't tell me that this is not a political prosecution. And those people who donated money obviously believe the same way as many Americans do. He is skyrocketing in the polls, President Trump, because people are seeing it for what it is, an unfair prosecution. And guess what? Someone who is being targeted should be able to defend themselves. So the money that's being spent is to defend himself, but also, quite frankly, fairness in America. This is this is so over the top, Stan. I mean, come on.
11: Uh Give me over the top. Now, uh, that's uh, a nice said, way to say, a minute. A Can I say something. Yeah, nice. go
1: ahead. Uh,
11: thank you, dear. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome, dear. Uh, <laughs> uh, this gentleman called said, you know, I've been waiting for this one a lot. I mean, I've been considered. This is the case I've been waiting for for about a year. I've said it, and it came, and it's ready, and it's lean in terms of its documentation. Four, four counts, and... In my opinion, I think that this case is the case that will put the guy behind the bar and so forth. But we'll see. But keep sending the money, folks. By the way, he's worth $8 billion. Keep sending money, yeah, folks. Keeps,
1: keep sending the money because he needs it to defend himself, as every American has a right to. And Stan, I, even though you think this is the one, Professor Dershowitz basically thinks it's hogwash, as do most people. I think anybody with their right mind thinks that.
5: This is The Rita Cosby Show. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Feisty, fearless, and fair.
0: Telling all sides of the story. This is The Rita Cosby Show. I
5: know your name is Rita. Because your smelling sweet.
2: Now the latest. Donald Trump has been indicted. Here's Rita Cosby.
1: And what an incredible evening it has been now. Former President Trump indicted yet a third time. This time charged with four counts tied to the January 6th criminal case. And just a little bit ago, here is President Trump responding to these latest The country is in a
12: very dark place right now. But even after everything the deep state has done to me, I will never give up on America. Mark my words, in 2024 we will win back the White House, we will make America great again. I have no doubt about it. They come at me from left, they come at me from right. The rhinos, the communists, the Marxists, the fascists, we will not only survive, We will be stronger than ever before. We're fighting a fight like nobody ever thought possible, and we're winning. We won in 2016. We had a rigged election in 2020, but got more votes than any sitting president. We're going to win like never before, and we're going to make America great again. I can truly say, I believe, better than ever before. Thank you for all of your support. And for all of your prayers.
1: What an unbelievable day. Now, as we know, for more federal criminal counts. He is expected to be in court on Thursday in Washington, D.C. And joining us now to talk about all of this and so much more is America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Rudy, uh, amazing day. Uh, what is your reaction? This uh, The timing of this It's just, I think, so transparent. Uh, The indictment looks thin. What are your thoughts?
13: Well, the indictment really is not a crime. It's it's an indictment of exercising your First Amendment rights. I read through the whole indictment. I can't find a crime in it. I mean, the the conspiracy to defraud, conspiracy to obstruct. I mean, uh, these aren't crimes. Taking $31 million in bribes is a crime. I know that. The guy in the White House did that. But, I mean, these are made-up things to put... It's the only way they can beat him. The only way this crook can hold on to the White House and the people around him who are just as crooked is to try to destroy Trump. And Trump is the one who can beat him for all the nonsense that the other ones say... Trump is ahead by five to ten points over Biden. All the other Republicans lose to him. Plus, if Trump gets it, they know he's going to wipe out their deep state. He's going to make America not just great again, he's going to make America honest again. Right now, we are looked upon by the world as a corrupt country. We maybe have one of the most corrupt world leaders in the White House. Now, I'm not counting the Banana Republic, but maybe, who knows? I'm talking about the countries we would compare ourselves to. I can't think of one that has uh, someone who's taken an excess of $30 million in bribes. Uh, Pause. I can't think of one that ha- has a, a president who f- falls down walking up steps. So we have a senile, crooked president.
1: And Close you know, up. you know um, you know Rudy too, the timing uh doesn't escape me and I know so many of our of listeners. This is interesting. You know, June 7th, right? The FBI releases uh documents to Congress uh alleging that Biden took a 10 million dollar bribe from Burisma. Guess what Amazing. happens? June 8th, uh Jack Smith indicts Trump in the Mar-a-Lago case, right? Then June uh July 25th, Hunter Biden goes to court. Uh, the sweetheart deal basically, you know, falls apart. July 27th, the next day, Jack Smith adds charges to Trump in the Mar-a-Lago case, adds those additional counts. Then yesterday, as you know, Devin Archer testifies. And of course, I think it was damning testimony, the best former friend of Hunter Biden and on the board of Burisma. And here it is, you know, hours later and Jack Smith again indicts president trump another time i mean it's it, it, the timing is so unbelievably uh weaponized and transparent i think in many ways
13: yeah absolutely and he rushed he definitely rushed this indictment you can tell by it poorly written and they could have done a lot better in writing it but as a legal document it's a joke i mean it's a direct violent in fact You could argue that they violated one of the laws they say he did, and that is to conspire to deprive someone of their rights because they're conspiring to deprive him of his right of free speech. They violated 18 U.S.C. 241. I mean, if there was some honest federal prosecutor, they should turn around and indict them.
1: Yeah, that's a fascinating
13: point. It's It's a better case than the one against Trump. He didn't violate anybody's rights. You are allowed to dispute an election. You're even allowed to be wrong about it. Also, he didn't he I know this case intimately. First of all, half of what they wrote is completely false. They're total lies, and I think they know it's lies. But even if it were true, he's entitled to do all that. You you can't indict a politician for lying. My God, they'd all be in jail. He didn't lie. But even if he did, that you have a right under the First Amendment to exaggerate, to argue for yourself, to defend yourself. You don't go to jail for that. That's not a crime.
1: And guess what? To your point, Rudy Giuliani, you look at the history of people who have questioned elections uh, Nancy Hillary Pelosi, Clinton. Hillary Clinton, Stacey Abrams, remember the first time running for governor of Georgia, she wouldn't concede, said it was stolen from her. It wasn't correct.
13: Thompson, the head of the committee. Yes, uh, Jamie Raskin. I mean, yeah, I mean, they should. all of them should check into jail. I mean, it is such a hypocrisy that is designed for them to hold on to power any way they can. And, and Rita, don't make... Don't even confuse it. It's all about money. You think you think Joe's the only one making money? A, a, a Ukrainian prosecutor told me five years ago, he said, Giuliani, they're going to kill you before they let this come out. And I said, why? I'm just putting it out. He said, because it's a lot bigger than Biden. And wow. it is a lot bigger than Biden. Wow. I mean, you think he was the only one stealing money in Ukraine? And what the hell do you think is going on between him and Zelensky right now? Zelensky knows the whole story. Zelensky, nobody ever asked how much money does the president of Ukraine get for this. You think the president of Ukraine did all this and only Biden got money? I mean, he's the one who had to kill the case so that Zelensky could walk away with his 40 billion, 40 billion that he stole.
1: Wow. Well wow. so
13: Poroshenko had to get the case dismissed. I'll tell you another fact that they haven't brought out yet, but I'll, I, I might as well do it. I have it. Uh, Biden approved the new prosecutor. He not only fired the old one, he approved the new one. And that's on tape. Poroshenko got his approval for the new prosecutor, the guy who fixed the case. When does the vice president of the United States ever approve a prosecutor in another country? Now, what kind of dumb excuse is Goldman or one of those lying Democrats going to come up for that one?
1: Where's the tape of that?
13: I have it. I've already put it out on a podcast two years ago. Wow. I'll release it again tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I think you need to. By the way, Rudy, you know that you're getting dragged into this, too. Um, And I know uh, they have, you know, they've been coming at you because you, you know, you're close to Trump. You've represented Trump. The people are reporting tonight that you're one of the six, uh, quote, co-conspirators, if you will. What's what's your reaction to that?
13: My reaction to it is that uh, everything I know about this case. Says that Donald Trump is as innocent here as he was of Russian collusion. And that they are lying about this to the same extent that they were about Russian collusion. And that the people that should be in jail are the people bringing the case. They should be in jail because they are trying to frame an innocent human being because they're afraid that he'll be president. I mean, three indictments. Now there's going to be a fourth in Atlanta. You know how crooked Atlanta is? The city. I mean, you've you got to pay for everything in Atlanta.
1: By the way, did you see the judge that is going to hear this case in D.C.? She's had a history of being really tough on anybody tied to January 6th. Uh, also um, some connection to Hunter Biden, right? There's some, I mean, this is, you can't make this up. She's presiding
13: over one of the most disgraceful detentions in American history, equal to what we did to the Japanese. We got people in jail for two two years that haven't even been tried. And she just sits there laughing and putting people in jail for more time than even the prosecutors want.
1: And this is the one, and this is the one who's going to hear this case.
13: This is an insurrection, an insurrection, and nobody brought a gun, an insurrection. Nobody's been charged with it. Nobody's been convicted of it. It's an insurrection. That's a piece of propaganda. So that people like her can put right wingers that they hate in jail forever. I mean, a lot of those people, some of them did bad things. A lot of them didn't. And none of them deserve to be arrested the way they were arrested by
1: stormtroopers.
13: So, I mean, it's ridiculous. They arrested them months later. Absolutely, and then, absolutely. And, and here he we are. In jail without bail. I mean, Brad lets you out if you beat the living daylights i an old person.
1: And uh, Rudy Giuliani, for people listening tonight, what does this say? Just the the latest, this new indictment. Here it is again. Um, you know, now another four counts, another four federal counts. Uh, People are just shaking their head about the double standards in American justice. I mean, you know, you talked about the huge money and all the stuff with Joe Biden. Where do you see it headed? And where do you think this? uh, What do you think this says about American justice? Do you believe at some point all this will indeed uh, come to fruition with Biden, too?
13: It has to. I think the Biden thing. Look, they've only uh, they're about only about a quarter of the way through the evidence. There's a lot more on Biden. There's a lot more money. There are are other countries. There's deeper corruption. And the worst of all is China. Whatever happened in Ukraine is disgusting. It also limits his ability to act for us in this Ukraine war. It makes him a captive of Zelensky, who's got everything on him, including all the incredibly disgusting pictures of his perverted family. I mean, this family is a disgrace in the White House. I mean, they're going to have to fumigate the place when they get rid of them.
1: Do you believe at some point, do you believe there'll be an impeachment inquiry into Biden as we sit here tonight?
13: Yeah, there has to be. Uh, You almost can't do your duty as a congressman without doing it. I think uh, what came out the other day and what's going to follow it, which is going to be everything corroborating it. I mean, there's no question that the man took bribes. Since he first entered Congress, we haven't even gone into his brother, James, who was also his bag man. He got a big contract in Iraq. When Joe was the point man in Iraq. I mean, yes, I don't think you'd be able to run for reelection as a Republican if you didn't impeach him. The American people. Are probably at about 50 percent right now, and that's without the major media covering it. How they find out about it is amazing to me. But uh, I mean, you, you watch a uh, CBS or ABC or CNN, or and they're covering Africa, or they're covering uh, uh, something in uh, Japan, or
1: yeah, it is it amazing. Well, that's, well, that's why you know I'm they, glad you know that we're, we're covering, covering it, it,
13: Rudy. On, on MSNBC today, they were covering the plans they're making for security in Atlanta. When he gets arrested a week from now,
1: yeah, right. And by the and way, I by, night, by night, the way, I watched the nightly night. news last night, and and you're right, they had no coverage of Devin Archer, but uh, yeah, but boy, it's, it's
13: covering the plans that for Fran, Fran Willis is making plans for her big day. I mean, she's going to be on there, you know, she invited me into her office to meet her because she admired me so much, and now she may end up indicting me, who knows, <laughs> Right, right. <laughs>
1: what an unbelievable time well rudy uh, obviously american public deserves to know the truth uh, we will cover this extensively yeah, i always love having you on it's a rudy terrible
13: thing and i you know i i i'm an optimist so i believe we're going to work our way out of this but we are really in a very dark place the president is right about that and his optimism is wonderful and his strength is wonderful and uh, but there are times in which you just say to yourself I never believed this would happen in America. I never, ever believed this as a lawyer. I never believed this could be done to me. I mean, I've lived my life uh, being very, very careful about every law possible. And uh, what they do to me is ridiculous. And, I, and I'm and i not the worst, I don't get it the worst. It's terrible, I mean, it, you, get a, you get a sense of what it must've been like to live in the Soviet Union or in Nazi Germany.
1: It is incredible. This man man in the
13: White House is a very evil man. You couldn't do with your granddaughter what he did without being an evil man. I judge people a lot on what kind of father or mother they are. And for four years, he disowned that poor girl.
1: Yeah, and he finally just came out on Friday. You're right, and made that statement. You know why why he Yeah, Rudy, real quick, because we're coming up against a heartbreak. Because,
13: Because he's a pathological narcissist. And therefore, he didn't want to take the risk that it would hurt him. So now he knows it's hurting him. So he recognizes her. What an evil man that is.
1: Well, Rudy, we really, really appreciate uh, you being here on such an important night. And you keep fighting the good fight for truth and justice. It is so important, won't, my friend. They won't
13: get me down. Uh, just, they won't get me down. They won't get Trump down.
1: Absolutely. You stay with us, my friend. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, we love uh, you, bless. Rudy. Thank you. Thank you. The great Rudy Giuliani, everybody. And we'll come back. Everybody, we'll take your calls. 1-800-848-9222.
0: You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show on 77
5: WABC. This is The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
0: This is the Rita Cosby Show.
2: Breaking news. Donald Trump has been indicted and Rita Cosby is all over it. Now the latest on the Rita Cosby Show.
1: Wow. Well, you just heard from Rudy Giuliani here on the show talking about the indictment. Uh, he is also uh, named, reports are saying, and he basically verified it here, that one of six co-conspirators, because he was an attorney, of course, and representing Trump. Uh, this is an unbelievable moment in American history. As you know, you're seeing what's going on on the other side. Rudy talking about the tens of millions of dollars on the Biden side. Uh And so far, nothing. So let's see what happens in terms of the investigation into Joe Biden. Here they are clearly going after their opponent, President Trump. We do look like a third world nation. We look like a banana republic. This is what happens in those countries, not in the great USA. Uh, Let's go to Jacqueline, line eight. Jacqueline, your thoughts?
14: Rita, you know, first I have to say, it seems like the guy from Forest Hills must be having a lucid moment <laughs> at least this time. You mean uh, Stan or Caller, Stan our yeah. Caller. Yeah, at least, yeah, I mean, he usually refers to refers to me as Jennifer from Brooklyn, which is fine because Jennifer from Boston, I am happy to be uh, mistaken for her because she's wonderful.
1: She is so, great. She is great. By the way, Jacqueline, we just have a few seconds left. I want to make sure we get to the point, uh, yes. but go ahead.
14: Yes, well, I'm going to throw his favorite question back at him. Where's the proof and where's the evidence? These are made-up accusations that cannot be submitted And that's the difference between intelligent people who can think for themselves and ignorant individuals who simply parrot what they're fed. And lastly, I'm proud to be included in that group of people that the guy from Forest Hills mentioned, all of whom wished him well when he called up crying about his medical illness. He never expressed any thanks.
1: And just like Joe Biden, he's always nasty and vile with his... And by the way, he did express thanks to everybody. And I love you all, but I hear you, Jacqueline. The
5: Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
0: cosby is on the rita cosby show presents support our heroes
1: and in tonight's support our heroes segment it was 79 years ago today When W-Hour was launched, that was 5 p.m. in Warsaw, Poland time. And that is when the Warsaw Uprising broke out. It was the largest underground operation of World War II, of which my then young teenage father was very proud to be a part of. And joining us now here tonight on The Rita Cosby Show is the Consul General of Poland in New York, Consul General Adrian Kubitsky. Great to have you here and talk about the importance of the Warsaw Uprising. And here it is almost 80 years later. Amazing.
6: Thank you so much for having me, Rita. And, and let me start that uh, we are so proud up to this day and, and of what your father did and so many young women and men fighting for freedom, actually against the oppression Um, against the odds, quite frankly speaking, Uh, as we know they were not even nearly as well uh, equipped as the German uh, uh, aggressors uh, had so so without really uh, realistically speaking chances to win, they fought for over 60 days only because they resisted and I think that says something about Polish people but also gives us such a shining example for uh, today's uh, and the situations that we have pretty much all over the globe, that we must always firmly say no, um, never do calculations. If something is wrong and we see that some other people do the wrong things, uh, we should stand against the, the aggression in any forms. And, and also we should fight for our freedoms. Uh, luckily, we don't have to fight with the uh, with the arms, uh, but, but there is plenty of things to do. So this is something to remember. And, and as I said, Uh, your father and so many thousands actually of people stand against the German aggression in 1944, um, constituting, as you pointed out, the largest uh, the largest such an operation in the history of the Second World War. Uh, such uprising has not happened in Paris, has not happened in any other capital of, of the occupied Europe, German-occupied Europe, but it happened in Poland. And it says something about Polish nation and Polish people and this resistance that we have.
1: It sure does. And, and you know, it's so beautiful, Consul General, and you know this all too well, that in Poland, uh, every time the anniversary happens, they, they blare the sirens and literally the country stands still. Um, I was looking today and I had tears in my eyes. I literally started crying. I was seeing the images, especially of them gathering in the shape of PW, which means Poland fights. When the Germans came in, the Poles said, we are fighting. And my father was so proud to do it and to, to see it today. It was right outside the castle, which my father was defending in World War II. But talk about um, just the sea of white and red and patriotism that was in Poland today. And it's something I think we feel in our country, too. There's such a bond between the two countries.
6: Every day um, in Warsaw on this day, every year on this day on the 1st of, of uh, August, uh, Warsaw people in Warsaw literally stop at 5 p.m. in commemoration of those heroes of the Warsaw uh, Uprising. And this is really amazing uh, to see how everyone is involved and also surrounded by the, by the city that is right now at its best. It's, it's actually Phoenix City, the city that was reborn from the ashes and also gives us this beautiful proof that we cannot, that freedom will basically always prevail and the righteous will always prevail uh, over the uh, evil. Uh, but we also have to uh, remember and know that there is a commemoration ceremony here in New York City in Greenpoint, uh, Polish neighborhood, uh, which is so beautiful to see also uh, white and red colors uh, brought by Polish Americans, Polish people here in the city. That shows that greatest bond and the history that we mutually share, but also the values that we all cherish. And they were so uprising this, this history, which is tragic, by the way because it's been lost after over six years of fight. Uh, But it was uh, won in a sense that um, uh, this uh, victory um, gave additional hope and and this uh, injection of of, of spirit to continue this fight until the very end of the Second World War uh, for many other people and actually for the generations to come. As you know, the communists came but we prevail The Polish nation prevailed that as well, and we will prevail everything uh, uh, as much as the American people and and this nation prevails everything that is being uh, uh, challenged to.
1: One thousand percent. And uh, Mr. Consul General, you know, my father at the end of his life um, said, you know, it was obviously so hard to be a part of the Warsaw Uprising because he lost so many friends. But he was so proud to fight for Poland, and he said he would do it all over again. yeah, it was one of the proudest moments by far uh, of his life and and so proud to see the country, just as you said, rise again like Phoenix um from the ashes because they literally mirrored it, they found some old paintings, as you know, and they made Old Town look just like it was. Um, what is the message to um, two Americans listening out all over the country tonight? Um, Polish people love America. They love freedom. And there's a message, I think, from the Warsaw Uprising from that.
6: Now we have uh, common challenges that we have to face. Luckily, neither American soil or the Polish soil is right now battleground, Um But we have uh, fights nearby, people who fight literally for the same values. Uh, and because we went through the experience that we had, the American nation and the Polish nation, we eventually won the Second World War. Uh, We're proving that that we are beacons uh, of hope and and we cherish democracy so much. Our mission should be uh, joined to to remain standing for the people who cherish democracy and freedom as well uh, in supporting them. And there's a lot of work to do in that matter. And I hope that we will continue to work together to grow this beautiful bond that we have.
1: Yeah, 1000 uh, percent. There is such a love of freedom and a understanding of how important it is to fight for freedom at all costs uh, as the Warsaw Uprisers and my proud father um, so much embodied. Um, Mr. Consul General, thank you. We love you for everything that you do uh, for Polonia and for Poland and to shine a light on our two great countries. We love you. Thank, thank you, you so, you so much, much for being here. And this right is very sentimental for thank me you. to have you here. Thank you.
6: Great honor. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much for being here. Poland's Consul General to New York, Adrian Kubicki. And by the way, everybody, I encourage you to go to Poland. If you have never been to Poland, especially if you can go on August 1st uh, or also their Independence Day uh, is also a beautiful time, too. But also you will feel the spirit of freedom and the spirit of fighting against all odds. Uh, They're one of the most incredible people, courageous people. I'm proud to be Polish. My father, as you guys know, was a Warsaw Upriser, and the people of Poland are extraordinary. Uh, And how beautiful. Uh, On this day, 79 years ago, uh, a young Richard Kozabutski, who was my father as a teenager, uh, and I think about him and his gutsy comrades, said, we will fight against all odds. They literally fought with Molotov cocktails and sticks against the most brutal war machine in the world. And my father was one of the lucky ones to survive. And I love being able to honor uh, the sacrifice that he made, but also his comrades who did not make it back and fought for freedom, not just in Poland, but around the world in World War II. Um, Let's take your calls, everybody. We are talking about that. We're also obviously talking about what a big, big day this has been with President Trump and now a third indictment. Wow. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Uh, let's go to Alice in Ohio. Um, Alice, uh, your thoughts. By the way, um, I, I hope uh, I hope you also appreciated the interview with the Consul General.
9: It was wonderful. The whole show has been powerful and the, uh, all of the interviews have been so interesting. Yes, you. powerful show to that I was lucky to even get through First of all, and thank you, Rita, Um, early on, Donald Trump said that they were they were coming out after him, but actually they were coming out after the American people. I hope people are seeing this. And that man has strength that I've never seen before. Also, another point, they're trying to get rid of the Republican Party, no matter what they call it. They can call it the Republicans. They can call us the right. They can call us the GOP. They want a single-party system. I never thought I would ever see anything like this. Never.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. I never thought either. It's so un-American. And to me, it is just, it's so transparent if you look at the timing. And then you contrast it with all these allegations against President Biden and Hunter Biden and all the evidence that has come in so far. And you say, wait a minute. uh, Where is justice in America? And that, that is a really... Sad thing as somebody, as I know all of you do, and I know you do, Alice, love this country. You appreciate it. You want justice to be fair for everybody. And it's hard to say that tonight when you're seeing now yet another one. Uh, and then there's still word that the Georgia one may be coming as early as even next week. It's just it is a shameful moment, I think, in American history. And it's it's an astounding moment on so many levels. Alice, thank you very much, and thanks for the nice words, too. Uh, Let's go to Susan, line six. Susan, your thoughts.
9: Okay. Well, you had that caller from Queens. I don't even want to dignify him with saying his name, complaining that the Trump supporters, the Americans that see the injustice being brought upon uh, President Trump in these really just outlandish, um, uh, allegations and um, indictments, um, well, guess what? Jack the Ripper Smith, as the great one calls him, he is financed through American taxpayer dollars. So even if we have totally disagree with this, our money is being spent on these fraudulent charges and and putting President Trump who, according to legal um, experts, has done nothing wrong. And these are, uh, so, uh, so what? So everybody, if you have $5, $10, let's just keep sending it monthly, whatever we can do, because this, we, it's we, the people are going to, the Congress isn't going to bail us out.
1: We, the people keep doing it. Well, you heard what I said, Susan. I said, you know what? Uh, he absolutely uh, needs to defend himself, has to defend himself. Um, and just as you said, I, I mean, it's just it's an unbelievable moment uh, that this keeps happening. And somebody who is being dragged through the mud now for a third time, and it looks like a fourth one is coming. Uh, that's a lot of legal expenses. So um, so, you know, for him to you know take issue with it. Uh, It's just I agree with you. It's an un-American statement of his. Uh, People have a right to defend themselves. And he feels he is incredibly wronged. I'm talking about President Trump. uh, And he should be fighting it because it just looks incredibly transparent uh, what they're trying to do to him. And again, he is the leading challenger right now to President Biden. Yes. And and I, you heard what I said. You heard what I said in the Dershowitz interview. Here it is. A day after this, a day after this, a day after this. I was saying it actually to Rudy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the timing, it's like you can't even make it up. It's not, not They're not even hiding it. It's like, okay, Devin Archer happens. Well, okay, now this happens the next day. Uh, one thing happens with the, the plea deal, then more charges get at it. I mean, it's like, it's like they they're not even trying to disguise it. That's how transparent it is. uh Susan, thank you very, very much. uh let's go to Larry line eight, Larry, your thoughts
7: yeah hi hi. Uh, uh, Rita. You know you got a call before from Judith from Brooklyn. um do you remember the call? Yes, um, I do, I do. She used to call Rudy all the time like a long time ago, and she used to go. Righteous Rudy, Rudy, righteous, righteous. Larry, right. you got to get to the She's, point.
1: It's a busy night. Go ahead.
7: The point is, I want her to keep doing that because I sent. I heard the fear in Rudy's voice, and re, and he, the reason he's afraid. This is a BS indictment because uh, the way Dershowitz uh, explained it. Um, there's an affirmative defense that he uh, that he believes uh, uh, righteously in the cause of the election. And they have to prove it. The burden of proof switches to the prosecution. So it's it's, it's unbelievably almost impossible. However, there's a biased, possibly racist judge on this case. Her name is Tanya Chutkin, a Jamaican who was appointed by Obama. And she might preside. If Rudy's indicted, she might preside over him too, okay? So I want uh, Judith to keep calling Rudy righteous because if this woman dares raise her corrupt gavel at Rudy, okay, God will take care of her. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you. well
1: by the she way is, you by the way you saying. talked about the judge too Larry um that judge you're right uh, right now it looks like that is the judge on at least the Trump case and that judge just as you point out has had a history of being tough on anybody tied to January 6 uh, so it's like uh, you know it's in DC where the odds are stacked against him uh it's also a judge. Who clearly uh, is angry at anybody who had anything to do with January six or was in the neighborhood of January six? Um, you know, it's it, 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 to me it makes it so transparent, um, and that's where good people have to stand up and say enough. Um, and uh, and I'm glad too, just as you said, Larry, that uh, Judith calls him uh, righteous, Ru- righteous Rudy. So that's good. Uh, that's a good name, too. Larry, thank you very, very much. We're going to continue with your calls after the break on this unbelievable news day. Your thoughts about it all. Uh, you heard Righteous Rudy, but also, clearly, they are piling on the charges any which way but loose. 1-800-848-9222.
0: You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show on 77 WABC.
5: This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
0: It's the Rita Cosby Show. Breaking news.
2: Donald Trump has been indicted and Rita Cosby is all over it. Now the latest on the Rita Cosby Show.
1: And tonight, again, the word is that President Trump, after he has been indicted now a third time, This one, again, federal charges tied to the 2020 election probe. Again, with the same special counsel who went after him on the classified documents, Jack Smith, this one will be in Washington, D.C. And he is scheduled to appear before a judge in Washington, D.C. He has to appear. Uh, We've seen this already. Remember, it happened in Florida. Remember, he had to also appear in New York on the Alvin Bragg state charges, and now he is scheduled to appear on Thursday at 4 o'clock in federal court. Uh, An unbelievable moment. The first time, now it is a third time, and they still are waiting on Georgia. In fact, uh, the prosecutor there, as Rudy Giuliani was talking about earlier in the show, has basically already put the word out uh, guess what? Big stuff basically happening, working on security, uh, scheduled for at some point next week or the following week. Uh, talk about a pylon of charges against the former president of the United States. And the world is watching this and shaking their heads. Of course, the next big question is, too, is what is going to happen? We had Bill O'Reilly on the show. What a blockbuster last two hours we had. And Bill O'Reilly was essentially saying he does not believe that President Biden is going to be the nominee. Uh And you can see already there are so many things piling in on President Biden tied to his son with Devin Archer. So will an impeachment inquiry come? We heard from Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, just a few days ago, saying that he believes that it is rising to the level of an impeachment inquiry tied to all the money and the influence peddling. Then you heard from Devin Archer yesterday with his blockbuster testimony and, of course, the whistleblower's comments. So there's a lot of politics at stake as also the criminal charges that we are seeing now piling in on President Trump. Where is it also going politically and criminally even potentially? Who knows? Uh, tied to President Biden and his family and the money train that Comer, who is head of the oversight committee, says that he believes he's going to get a lot more records in the next few days and weeks. So let's see where all this goes. What an incredible time in american history never before has this ever happened in american history 1-800-848-9222 1-800-848-9222 let us go to ben line four ben your thoughts
8: yes rita i think the um the whole thing is to deflect from um the biden crime family and um just to mess up uh president trump's uh election you think but, that um, you
1: think that that's the intent of what these charges
8: yeah yeah you know that you know just anything to 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 get him not elected and also um thank your call screener for um uh, having me come on and ask ask him to uh put me on earlier because this is in in my bedtime but also rita um uh, a thing about the Democrats, you know, it's. Uh, yeah, real quick, the, Ben. The first part first part of the word is demon, and the last part is rats. So, um, and. What, well, now and, I, I and know. Now, by the way,
1: Ben, now I know how you feel. <laughs> let's go real quick. Uh, ben, thank you very much, and thanks for staying with us. Um, let's go real quick to Ron. Real quick, Ron, your thoughts, real quick. Yeah, hi, Ria. Uh, thank you. Um, I just want to. We lost you there, Ron. Anyway, everybody, thank you for your calls. We're going to continue your calls tomorrow night as we talk about the history and the weaponization.
0: The Rita
8: Cosby Show.